Welcome to the Boss Hijabipreneur podcast for women of faith and business looking to take their careers or businesses to the next level without compromising their faith. If you're ready to begin taking action on your entrepreneurship goals, learn tips, tools, and strategies to execute consistently and manifest the life of your dreams, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Halima de Oliveira, business strategist, three-time author, using the fusion of faith and finances to lead female-led e-commerce brands to six- and seven-figure revenue targets annually. Ready? Let's work. Tune in to today's episode, Already in Progress. Welcome back to the Bossy Jabbypreneur podcast. This is episode 64, Time is Currency. How are you using it? I am your host, Halima de Oliveira. This is a solo episode um, today. So every day we pay for things either with our money or in exchange for our time. But of our assets, um, time is the greatest currency. Time is also a currency we use every single moment we are alive. With our time, we create our reality both in this life and the next. With our time, we acquire knowledge, whether it's uh, spiritual, personal, professional, and financial. And with our time, we create our income, which we talk a lot about here on the Boss Hijabipreneur um, podcast. Time is a finite thing. Only Allah knows how much of it we have, and it's a resource we cannot replenish. We are simply given what we have, and that's it. I think the more aware I became of God, so many of you know that I came back to faith seven years ago. And, um, you know, in that seven years, I've, I've gone through a lot. But probably the thing that was, um, you know, the most um, profound for me was, you know, in becoming more aware of God, I understood that I needed to act with more of a sense of urgency. I came back to faith at 36 years old. And, you know, at 36, you know, a good portion of, you know, that young life um, that you used to lead is gone. And then, you know, you go get into your 40s and it's like, oh, man, you know, um, the life expectancy of a human being, you know, uh, we're looking at 80, 85 years old, right? So half of my life is gone. How have I used the time, um, you know, that I have been given? And if I live to 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 see those um, many um, years. So I became more of, um, aware of God. And the more I understood that I needed to act with that sense of urgency that I was talking about. And it's funny how when I was, you know, wasn't connected to faith, um, you know, and to God, it seemed as if I had more time. Um, I think, you know, just not thinking about it or not, you know, that not being in the forefront, you know, I kind of tricked myself into thinking that, you know, um, I had a long life expectancy. Um, you know, I have another 40, 60 years um, for this to get it right, um, you know, and I'll get it done eventually. I'll get things done, you know, right eventually. When I started practicing and reading more and I became aware, um, you know, of God and myself and the reality that one day I won't be here. Um, um, the reality set in and I began to act on the long list of things that I wanted to accomplish in this life. And, you know, of course, when you learn something for yourself and it's helping you, you want to share it with other people. And so that's what I've been doing with BUNHD, the Not Without My Hijab play and the book Pray and Grow Rich, all the other you know projects that I've worked on. So what can we do to make the most of our time while we are here? 
And how can we balance taking part in this life, making the money we want to, to make, to live the lifestyle we want to live, while keeping our focus on what we want our lives to look like in the next? So if you're new here, when I talk about lifestyle, I pray that you know I'm including charity, I'm including family, faith, um, you know, et cetera, wellness, all of that, you know, that surrounds, you know, your your lifestyle, everything that is encompassed in your life. Um, I'm talking about when I say, hey, you know, let's get to the money. But, you know, these are the things that we're also focused on as well. Faith, family, finances and overall wellness. Money helps us to do more of the things that we want to do, including practice, um, you know, our faith. You know, I think about when I left my corporate job, you know, back in 2017, so um, six years ago, right? I think about when I left my job, you know, I had a nice cushion of savings um, to where I was able to leave my job without really, you know, oh man, how am I going to make ends meet? I had, you know, money saved up to where, you know, me making that decision wasn't an extremely rash, um, you know, decision. I did have some, um, you know, savings that I could fall back on. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about time as currency and how am I using it um, is, you know, how am I being a benefit to other people? And so I want you to ask yourself, what adjustments can you make in your daily routine that incorporate doing something good for others that will benefit you and them today and beyond? And, you know, I've participated in so many different, um, you know, conferences and different talks where, you know, I've sat with other Muslim women and they talk about how giving of their time, volunteering, and doing things for other people, how it has made a difference in their income, how it has made a difference in their overall well-being, you know, just knowing that, you know, I did something good for someone else outside of myself, um, you know, today. And the next thing is, you know, uncovering your time money gap. So I read an article um, recently, I think it came out a couple of days ago, and it was talking about the time money gap and how to switch from feeling productive to actually being productive. And I was like, you know what, I think about this all the time. I think about, you know, and so I know some of you may be saying, well, what do you mean? So I often receive comments on my posts on Instagram that say, I feel like I'm working more than before and not seeing any results. I feel like I've, you know, done so many different things and I follow the same to-do list day in and day out, but I'm still not seeing results. I'm going to give you a hard truth. You're probably doing more busy work and not enough work that will get you um, to the bag, honestly. So, you know, you know, this year, you know, I, you know, took a lot, you know, each year, I actually, you know, so this year, years prior, I take a hard look at my profits and my output in order to make that money. And I remember back in 2019, I was just extremely, 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 you know, just unsatisfied with, you know, myself. And, you know, I was working so hard. I was traveling here. I was getting on this plane, getting off this plane, visiting this city. I stayed in a city for three weeks you know, just really trying to get a project off the ground. And just honestly speaking, I did not get the return on investment for the output that I that I gave, the input that I gave, all of the energy that I exerted on this project. I didn't reap the reward financially. Um, I will say that I gained so much, you know, knowledge. I gained so much knowledge about myself, how to run, you know, a successful campaign or a successful project and, you know, what to do, what not to do, who to partner with, you know, um, and if I'm partnering with people that don't have a skill, how can I still leverage all this kind of stuff? And I learned so much from it. 
but I'm talking about finances um, right now. And from a, you know, financial standpoint, I just was not, you know, satisfied. And so it's important for us, you know, to take a look at, okay, how, how are the work that we're doing? Is it helping us get to um, the bag? So I really, really, really enjoyed this um, article and I'll, I'll make sure that I put it in the show notes so that you can go um, and take a look at the article, but it was just talking about the time money gap. And one of the things that I, I really enjoyed about the article is it, it talked about, this is where I am. This is how much money I'm making. So if I were to equate it into hours, which, you know, um, you know, I'm in a service-based business. And so I really want to make sure that I emphasize to all my service-based businesses out there that um, don't exchange time for money. Um, you know, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. You know, I've been in sales, marketing, and finance for over 20 years. And so when I charge a person a particular fee, you're not paying for how many hours it takes me to complete the project. You're take, you're you're paying for the 20 plus years of experience that I have in this field doing this thing and the great results that I've achieved for my different um, you know, clients, moving them from five figures to six figures, from six figures to seven figures. You're you're paying for that. You're not paying me by the hour. And you know, it really, you know, when when this particular article was talking about the time money gap and how you move from here to here. I was talking about, okay, you know, you're doing an activity that may be saving you $100, but you're worth $1,000, right? So you're doing an activity that's saving you $100, but really you're actually losing $900 because, okay, you're saving this $100, but you're not taking action on this $1,000 activity that you could be doing. And the same can be said for a $100 activity, a $1,000 activity, 10,000, 100,000, a million or more, right? So are you doing activities that are worth your time, right? Um, and that's what, you know, we talked a lot about, and I would love for you guys to go back to episode 63 on how to grow your team for female um, entrepreneurs. And the reason why I referenced that particular episode is maybe you're doing an activity that needs to be done. So here's, here's the thing a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs get caught up with is that, well, this is an activity that needs to get done, Halima. If I don't do it, then who will? Hire someone to do it. Hire a team member that can do it who you can afford to pay, you know, a certain wage, but that doesn't equal to you doing it. So when you are taken away from, you know, the money-making activities and you're put onto an activity that needs to get done, but is not necessarily a money-making activity, it takes away from, you know, your company's bottom line. So I really wanted to point that out and I really enjoyed uh, reading that article for that um, particular reason. And it just goes back to, you know, this familiar saying of working, you know, uh, smarter and not harder. We think that, you know, the more we exert ourselves, the more we're grunting, you know, it means that, you know, we're, we're going to achieve the results and we're going to get to the goal. Yes, we may achieve the results and we may get to the goal, but we may be burned out. We may be frustrated. We may be tired at the end. We may even make ourselves sick, you know, trying to, to get to it instead of relying on a team or relying on other people to help us to um, get to the goal. So a great way um, that I found that was helpful, I've, I've done it myself and I also recommend it to every single person that is a one-on-one -on -one client and specifically for those that are in the 15-week Build Your Boss Biz program, I recommend this particular book in the program. And the name of the book, it, and this book was recommended to me by a mentor and I believe I mentioned this, excuse me, on another episode. 
It, the name of the book is called 168 Hours, You Have More Time Than You Think by Laura Vanderkam. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent book. And basically, she helps you to understand how you're using your time. And so one of my favorite activities from the book is writing down everything that you do in a week, aka that 168 hours that um, is in the, in the title. And I remember by the end of the first day, after I'd written down all my, you know, activities, I was like, I can see where this is going. And I was like, you know what? I'm wasting my time in these um, few um, areas. And, you know, I truly had more time um, than I thought to do the things that I wanted to do. And so the first thing after that exercise I did was to prioritize what I was doing um, in a day. Where was I losing precious time? And then I worked to reorganize my day. To, to this day, two of the best decisions I made was not focusing on emails the first thing in the morning. So um, when I first started, the first thing that I would um, work on was, uh, you know, answering my emails, making sure all of that um, was done. And, you know, honestly, you know, something that should have probably taken me maybe 20 or 30 minutes inside of emails or fires, emails, text messages, DMs, um, you know, the like, right? Inside of those are many fires and sometimes big fires. And so, you know, you want to start out your day in a productive way, meaning I want to actually start something and finish it as my first thing, you know, in the day. Um, you know, you you have a lot of gurus that say making your bed um, is extremely important because um, making your bed, of course, you know, from a cleanliness standpoint, from, you know, just a completion standpoint, a discipline standpoint, making your bed every single day um, you've completed a task. It's really, you know, probably the first task that you complete um, in a day, you know, getting up for prayer for those of us that are Muslim, making that Fajr prayer, um, you know, checking that off the list is a great, 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 you know, accomplishment to your day from many, you know, different um, aspects. So it's the same thing. You know, you don't want to start out your day putting out fires because literally you open up your email and it's like, oh man, I have to, this needs my focus. This needs my focus. This needs my focus. So the best thing that I did was not open my emails um, in the morning. Morning, and to hire an assistant to organize the email box and the assistant, she only sends me the things that I need to focus on. So if there's a speaking engagement, if there's something like that, you know, she's done the bat work. Hey, um, you know, how have you filled out our um, form? What day is it? All that kind of stuff. Once that is all figured out, then I get sent that information and it's more filtered and I don't have to go looking, well, what do you need this for? And what, 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 what do you want me to, you know, I don't have to do all of those things. Those things are already done for me and I can make a more informed decision, you know, on the spot. Um, so the next thing was, of course, scheduling out, um, you know, my day around prayers. And so actually, this is probably the first thing that I did. And this is something that I did long before I started BUNHD. This is something that I actually did um, when I came back to faith. Um, in my day, I would schedule my day around prayer. I had an alarm, you know, still have an alarm on my phone that goes off and lets me know, hey, it's prayer time. And literally, you know, it's a robotic action. As soon as that alarm goes off, you know, get up and 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 you go and go pray. And you know, that helps me to um do a few things. It helps me to stay focused and in tune with the reason why I'm here in the first place, which is to worship my um, creator. Um, and then the second thing is it helps to give me a break in the day. So sometimes, you know, I may be having a tough morning, but, you know, you keep going, keep going from activity to activity to activity. Um, you get burnt out. Um, you know, I, I know last year, last year and the year before I had, you know, 
each time, you know, each year I had a, a burnout, um, you know, experience in both of those years. And it's because I was moving from activity to activity. So prayer helps to um, break up your day, helps you to, get, you know, create that pause. Um, in some cases, helps to give you some clarity on some things that maybe you've, you know, been mulling over and, you know, you just can't quite, you know, get the the answer that you need for it or, you know, figuring out, oh, well, how do I do this thing? Um, you know, breaking up that prayer helps to bring that peace in your day. and may even give you clarity on a particular, um, you know, uh, situation. And so those were the two um, best um, decisions, you know, just being intentional about prayer and getting those emails, you know, just out of my, you know, uh, you know, activities that I do first thing in the morning. Um, so create a structure that helps you to achieve your goals, but you can also have fun or, you know, feel good executing. So make sure that the structure that you're creating fits your personality. You know, when you're first starting out, it can be hard to figure out, okay, what should I be doing in a particular day? We have an episode for that. Um, it's the CEO um, routine. Um, I can't remember the episode, but go back and look, um, you know, creating, um, you know, a CEO um, you know, uh, structure, right? So go back and check out that um, episode. But, you know, basically what I'm saying is, is you know yourself better than um, anyone else knows you. And so if you know at one o'clock you start to fizzle out, you don't want to schedule, you know, a high end client or, you know, an activity that requires a lot of your attention at one o'clock in the afternoon. I am truly a morning person. I schedule, um, you know, the things that truly need my attention and my, my focus in the morning because that is when I'm truly at my best. Um, the other thing too, I, I water my plants. I think I said this on another episode. I get up and water my plants. Of course, you maybe you um take a break for lunch. Um, I like to take in the afternoon around four o'clock. I take a walk outside. Mostly it's to do the post office run, but I schedule those things. If the post office can't pick up the packages that I have, I go and do the post office run, or I just take a walk if they're able to pick up the um packages, right? So I take different trainings throughout the month that helps as well. It helps to break up the monotony. Um, and it helps to refresh my mind, you know, different podcasts, different, uh, you know, ebooks that you can um, read. Audible is my favorite, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite business tools um, is audiobook because I can listen to a book while I'm working, um, you know, and, and really listening to audiobooks. I listen to them actually in the shower. Um, it helps me to jumpstart my day and it helps to get my mind rolling, especially with, you know, different tips um, that I can share with my platform. It helps to develop those ideas. So make sure that you are, you know, um, every single day that you're learning something um, new, inshallah. And so, you know, you want to make sure that you you are clear on what you are looking to accomplish every single day, single day and how each action will lead towards you achieving this goal. And this you want to do whether you're a team of one or you are a team of many, 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 many um, people. You want to make sure that every single person knows, um, you know, that they are needed right, that they are um, needed in this business and that they have a particular role and without them, you know, the entire ship um, doesn't run the way that it needs to um, be run. Every single person should be clear on what the expectations are, what their goals are um, every single day and how they fit into the whole picture. So um, prioritize your actions. So a lot of people, they do all of these things, right? But uh, so like I get, like I said, I get a lot of people like on Instagram that either DM me or they leave different comments and it's like, I'm doing all of these things. I have this to-do list. I'm structured. You know, I work from this time to this time and I do all of these things, but I'm just not quite, um, you know, hitting the mark, right? 
are you prioritizing your actions? Like, again, like I said, email, like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's a fire that, you know, it, once once you start going down that lane, it could be hours later and you're still, you know, in your email inbox, right? So prioritize your actions and put them on the calendar. Notes in your phone are great. I'm the queen of notes. If I turn this camera around now, I have one, two, three, four, five, six sticky notes on action items that I'm going to do today, right? Those sticky notes are great, but those sticky notes um, need to be in my phone. And so I need to say, okay, by you know 1 p.m., this needs to be done. By 3 p.m., this needs to be done. Um, especially, you know, I provide, you know, uh content, right? So I provide content for some of my clients. Those are deliverables. Those need to be done at a specific time. They have a due date on them and they need to be um done. And they need to be done for the client, of course, but they also need to be done for my own sanity. So I need to to make sure that my team is creating the graphics or whatever it is that they you know that they have that they're doing for a particular client all that needs to be done so that we are able to just execute as opposed to us you know um you know fumbling around and trying to figure things out so um you know and uh, something that you know I talked about this um I believe on the episode that I did with um Jenna Bayan and you know just talked about you know when my daughter was younger um, you know, when I would get off early from um, work, yes, I would go home early, but I would also pick up my daughter. And so um, one of the things that I will tell you is if you get done your to-do list, reward yourself. So for those of you who don't know, inside of the Boss Hijabi um, Undated Planner, um, there's actually a section um, for you. Uh, it's a reward section, and it's a section where um, you can uh, write down what you would reward yourself with. If I do X, Y, Z, and I finish X, Y, Z, this is the reward. If I do this, then this is the reward. There's a section for you to put what you want to reward yourself with if you achieve this X, Y, Z goal. And so go to that reward section that's in your planner and you know see the thing that you've written down and then go do the thing. Um, one of my things is, is I love cupcakes, right? And so, you know, for me, it's like, all right, if I get this thing done, I'm gonna go and have a cupcake. Or if I go and do this, I'm gonna go and, you know, splurge. I'll be able to buy this thing. And one of the things that I did um last year is I bought myself a Burberry bag. And, you know, the but I had to achieve XYZ in order for me to get that reward of the Burberry back. So um, I think it's a great way um, to motivate you um, to achieve the goals just for you to get those um, rewards. And I also think that it's important for you to recognize and acknowledge your achievements and to say, okay, I actually completed this thing and I saw this thing um, through. So I really wanted to this to be a quick episode that you could um, listen to on your lunch break but that you could also get a lot, a lot, a lot of information from. So I gave you some great tips, some really, really great tips that I have used, that my clients have used um, for you to be able to execute and be more productive um, in a day. Remember, time is currency and we don't get to go back and retrieve time that we had. I know we had, uh, what's her name? I forget her name. She said, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Listen, we don't get to reclaim um, our time um, sometimes. Once it's gone, um, it's gone. So with that being said, my inspirational quote of the week is actually from Surah Kaf. It's a surah that we read every single Friday. For those of you who are not of the Muslim faith um, tradition, we read Surah Kaf every single Friday. And ayats 23 to 24 say, and never say of anything, indeed, I will do that tomorrow. 
except when adding, inshallah, if Allah wills. And remember your Lord when you forget it and say, perhaps my Lord will guide me to what is nearer than this to right conduct. Amin, 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 amin. So don't forget, um, you know, time is currency and we cannot go back um, and reclaim it once it's gone. So be sure, be sure to use your time um, wisely, inshallah. Also, um, tune in next time for episode 65, why we need to fund her future with our guest, Hakima Cummings. I'm looking forward to that episode and I pray that you enjoy it. Peace. Assalamualaikum. This has been another spectacular episode of Boss Hijabipreneur, brought to you by BUNHD LLC and the Not Without My Hijab stage play. To find out more about services for women of faith and business and the next city up on the tour, visit www.bunhd.com. It is our hope here at BUNHD that after each episode, you will be empowered to have a deeper connection in your spirituality, personal, and business relationships. As women of faith, we have a responsibility to learn our religion, apply it to our daily lives, and to make a positive contribution in our local and global communities.